In today's episode of the For Your Success Podcast, we're going to talk about how to create a media kit if you are a brand new blogger with not a lot of stats to share. Welcome to For Your Success with Katie Horner, an inspiring program about overcoming the I'm too small mindset, redefining success, and growing your lifestyle business legacy without fear. it's Katie. Welcome back. Today's episode, we're going to focus once again on media kits and specifically, how do I create one if I'm brand new? What if I don't have that that many numbers or that many stats to share? How can I prove the value of working with me in a media kit situation? Number one, let's talk about when would you need a media kit as a new blogger? Many, many new bloggers struggle over this and they they stress about it um, when in reality they don't maybe need one yet. I would recommend that when you have brands that are starting to reach out to you to ask to work with you, that's when you need to have a media kit ready and probably a little bit before that time so it's hard to gauge exactly when that is. So whenever you're ready to put one together, you can put it together because this is something that's going to be updated over time. You're always going to want to keep an eye on it and be able to update it with new information as you grow and have more experience in the field. So number one, how do you share about your rate of, your, your rate of engagement or your, your numbers if you don't have many numbers? Maybe you've only been blogging a couple of months and so you don't have many page views yet to share. You don't have a lot of subscribers yet. How can, you show, how can you showcase the value of working with you even when you don't have those numbers? I tell my people in the blog connection, you need to focus on your rate of growth at that point. Maybe you don't have that many page views or that many subscribers, but show us how, you, how fast you are growing. If you're growing at a rate of 200% per month, or if you're growing at a rate of 75% per month, then put that down instead of those specific numbers so that we can see how much uh, potential there is to work with you. And, and keep in mind too that big brands are often thinking that it's more valuable to work with a smaller blogger who has a very engaged audience than it may be to work with someone who's got huge numbers. And so there is value in working with you because of your uniqueness and sometimes because of your smaller numbers. So don't be afraid to share that rate of rate of growth or rate of engagement that you're getting uh, on your social media platforms or uh, in your blog posts and emails and things like that. With the emails, you can, you can talk about your open rates um, and things like that, as well as your rate of growth in terms of subscriber numbers. All right, when you're talking about your target audience, you want to look at your demographics and your psychographics. So with demographics, there's a place in Google Analytics that you can go um, and it will actually tell you your uh, in-market segment. And this means what the people who are visiting your website are actually buying online. And then there is something called an affinity category. And the affinity category means the things that they are searching or they are looking for online. You know, all that talk about cookies and privacy policies and all of that with the GDPR and things. Well, that's what it's all about because when you visit a website, there are cookies that track your actions. It tracks what you look at. It tracks where you go from there. And if you're going to Amazon, it tracks the things that you're searching on Amazon and and it's able to report that back to Google Analytics in an, in an anonymous way so that I as a blogger can look at my analytics and say, okay, my people 
40% of my people are looking at home and garden type things. 50% of my people are searching travel and hotels. 25% um, of my people are buying homeschool curriculum from homeschool websites or homeschool companies, okay? And so that's what the affinity category tells you what they're searching and the in-market segment tells you what they're buying. Now this is really good information when you're putting together your media kit because it lets you know that you have, you are reaching the people who regularly purchase X, Y, and Z, or you are reaching the people who also have an interest in this particular niche or these particular types of items. And so you have the stats to show that when you look at your Google Analytics and you're able to express that in your media kit. If you're looking with, for, um, if you're looking to work with a company, for example, that wants to sell tires, okay, or maybe they want you to write car posts or something like that. If you can show from your Google Analytics that X percent of your traffic on your website is also looking at travel, then that's a pretty good indication that that's going to be a good fit for your people because people who travel often travel in cars and they're going to need to keep those tires up to date on their cars. Okay, and so things like that you want to be thinking about. How can I best express or best explain the the idiosyncrasies or the interests of the people that frequent my website in my media kit so that the potential partner knows if, or if I am a good match for them or not. Am I, am I serving the same types of people that they want to be able to reach? Okay, so then the psychographics. This has to do with the things that they may think. And this is not necessarily something as, as deep as Google Analytics. This is more of like your ideal person when you're creating that ideal person identity for who you're writing to in your blog and who you're trying to serve in your blog, this is where you express some of that. My, my people are between this age and this age and they generally have X number of children and they generally work this type of job or that kind of thing. So you're talking about like the things, their, their lifestyle in the psychographics. That will also help you to identify quickly with those sponsors or partners who want to work with you because you're also reaching the people that they have identified as their demographic or their psychographic. All right, then you also want to think about originality and professionalism and follow-up. Okay, a brand new blogger who has some really original ideas for how she could promote a company is going to have an advantage over an older blogger who's stuck in their ways and only has this package or this package available. And so don't be afraid about being original with your ideas for how you could work with them. This may be uh, even coming up with some sort of a, a video introduction to them when you send over your pitch and your media kit. It could be coming up with a really cool idea. You don't want to give it all away, of course, when you haven't got a partnership established yet. However, you do want to give them a good idea of the originality that you can bring to the table, maybe showing them other ways that other projects that you've done with other people or on your own that really showcases your original ideas. Your professionalism, the way that you speak and the way that you communicate. If you follow up in a week like you said you were going to in that email, okay? All of those things come into play that give you an edge as a new blogger with a media kit, even um, over those older bloggers who may have the bigger numbers than you do. Remember, nobody is ever too small to do anything in business. Nobody is ever too late to get started. There's no reason that you cannot, as a new blogger, create a media kit and start pitching brands to work with. 
So just think about it out of the box. Don't, don't be stuck in the, the number game. Um, think, how can I be different? How can I be original? How can I express this in terms that will make what I know is valuable be seen as valuable to the people that I want to work with? If you'd like to know more about media kits and how to create your own, I want you to go to bloggingsuccessfully.com courses and check out our media kit masterclass. It's a full eight hours of instruction with time in between the videos for you to fill out the templates and do the work and get that media kit created in one single day if you want to, or you can work on it on your own over time. But bloggingsuccessfully.com courses and you can see that media kit masterclass there. Thanks for listening to the For Your Success podcast, brought to you by our membership community for bloggers, theblogconnection.com. If you're listening via audio, please subscribe and review. If you're a YouTube fan, please like, subscribe, ring the bell, comment, and share. Every action you take to share what we do helps us to be able to continue giving great value. For show notes and links to the resources mentioned in today's episode, please visit foryoursuccesspodcast.com. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, just pay shipping at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.